Hello and welcome to Gully Boys of Cricket. I'm your host Prakash Wadwa. Today is a special episode. We have a special person with us. We have Spanish triathlete Diego Mentrida. Now Diego's act of sportsmanship was all over social media some time ago. You might have seen it. In fact, if you have not seen it, you should check it out. It's something we don't see in the world of sport very often. Diego was behind British triathlete James Teagel towards the end of the race when Teagel missed his way, went into the barriers. Diego waited at the finish line. He let James Teagel take his original third spot. Diego felt this was not the way he wanted to finish on the podium. So I want to welcome Diego by saying thanks first of all for showing us this act of humanity. Very inspiring. Welcome Diego to the show. Welcome and thank you very much. It's a it's a pleasure to be here. I want to paint a picture here Diego for you. Let's take the other way. Whoever, if you or someone was in this position, he had not done this act. If you were on the podium, no one would have said anything. That is what we expect of most people in the world we live today. You showed us how much grace is possible from human beings you showed us what an ultimate act of sportsmanship could be so thank you for showing us what is possible so let's let's just start right at that moment instinct you would say because you didn't have much time to think about it yeah well, uh that moment uh, everything goes really fast so uh, it's seconds of time and you don't have you don't really have time to stop and think uh i want to be third or it's better to be th- to be fourth in that moment you you don't have time to think about it so it's i think it's uh, what it uh, comes out of of you and well, at that moment i i like i stopped because i like i realized that uh, it wasn't my my position like my position i think it was the uh, behind him so i think that's why i stopped Wow. You know what is the most amazing thing Diego in this? Like you were coming from such a hard race. You had to swim, you had to go through the bike phase and then you were running in the end. So it was a very tiring race. You were coming at the end of it and to have that presence of mind that this happened and this is what I need to do. It's just unbelievable. I didn't give uh, give it much importance because I think it's uh, something that it's the it should be the usual thing and it shouldn't be uh, nothing special. But well, I think that it's uh, something you learn from sport. And in my case, I think that uh, I believe that uh, everyone works hard on on training, and I think that. At that race, James uh, worked harder than me, and he deserved the uh, to be in front of me. Uh, and for in the last part, from a, a mistake that it's uh, something very little, I think it's it it didn't make sense and it wasn't fair if I uh, beat him in that in that way. So now you you mentioned a couple of uh, keywords in that uh, uh, you know thought of yours. One was sport itself the essence of sport and the other one you mentioned was james deserved to win so i want to enter this theme which is a very important theme that could come out of this conversation 
on one hand is sport you have that competitiveness which is built inside of you you know doing this for years and on the other side is this sportsmanship how do you find balance you were running the whole race to win and in the end to not do that and put something else humanity on top how how do you manage that is it something you train for is it part of your value system how does that happen oh i think that uh, it's uh, a mix of uh, a lot of things i think that uh, since i was little i have they have uh, taught me that it's important to to try to be competitive and to try to be the best at everything you do but you have to do it always in the the most fair uh, side so if you try to uh, beat someone or to be in front of someone uh, because of their of uh, of something that they have mistaken it's not the right thing you have to if i thought that i have been better than him I would have won him in the race. I think that in that way they have always uh, taught me and a lot in triathlon and in sport that uh, you have to try your best but you all uh, you also have to understand that the other people also try their best and sometimes you are better and sometimes they are better than you and you have to accept it and to to try to be better but uh, to be better yourself, no, not from the mistakes from other one. I mean, this is so you know so nice to hear, Diego. This is something we don't uh, hear about every day. Like this is a, I would say a different, but a more real definition of sport you're talking about. We don't we what? don't we don't hear this definition of sport, do we? It's all about just winning at all cost. Yeah, I think that nowadays uh, we focus like a uh, like a society. We it's we only focus on the result. And if you uh, no one uh, no one uh, looks at the one who got a fourth or got second, it's all always the you have to be the first one or you have to be on the podium. And I think it's important to know that uh, everyone that it's on a start line and it's doing. Uh, some sport uh, has put uh, his effort in doing that and oh it's obvious that uh, when you train and in my case I train a, a lot of time, a lot of hours every week every year you do it to try to be the best and to try to be uh, on the best uh, place in the races you you do but uh, you have to uh, have also common sense and know uh, when it's fair and when you deserve uh, that place and when not. It's very important. You know, just talking to you, Diego, listening to you, I'm feeling so inspired. I I wish more kids hear to what you're saying, especially kids who are interested in sport, who want to, you know, who are going through that formative years of their sportsmanship because this is not something that you can imbibe overnight. This is something which is basically soared into you and it shows up over the years, uh, as you indicated. Now, talking about, you mentioned somewhere about the values and your growing up years. Tell us a bit about Spain. Like, is it a cultural system or value system of Spain or is it something which is very individual to you? Well, I think that as a, 
Azerbaijan country, I, I don't think that it's uh, nothing special or nothing different because well, I've also uh, lived, uh, well, lived, uh, I went uh, four months to Canada and I think that there's also a really good uh, sport culture and a lot of good uh, values. So, but I think it's uh, maybe it, it's more about the sport. I think that well, triathlon, it's an individual sport and uh, you always think that in an individual sport, uh, the only thing that matters is uh, winning and being the better uh, by yourself. But uh, since I started uh, training triathlon at my club and when I was little, they have taught me that uh, it's important to, to be the best. But as I have said before, uh, how to be the best is also important. So it's like the process is uh, from training. It's very, it's very important. And I think that it's, uh, we really have to think about what we are doing and if it's the best thing that we can do and it's the correct or, or not. Very, very well said, Diego. So it's not just about winning. Winning is important, but how you win it is equally important. Now, let's move uh, a bit towards uh, the reaction of people. Now, you mentioned that you were a bit surprised about the reaction. Why were you surprised? Yeah, well, uh, at the well, afterwards, the moment, because well, I raced, uh, I think it was a, a Sunday, and it didn't come on the news until uh, the next Wednesday. So, like, after the race, I, well, I, I talked with my family, my friends, and, like, I didn't give it any, import, any importance to that because I thought it was the, something normal, something that shouldn't be any special. And then when it started going out in all the media, all the newspapers, the television, like, you, like, you see that it's, uh, people give it more importance, I think, that to the to what I consider it's uh, it's so it, it should have so maybe that's the problem and I think that maybe it's because we aren't uh, like normally in television or in all the media we only see uh, things about winning or about uh, someone has done something bad or something good but uh, we we aren't a uh, uh, used to be to see things that I think that it occurs more than what we think, but that it should be the day-to-day basis, and I think that's maybe the problem. Basically, it should be something which is part of our lives. This is how we should live our lives. But it has become so rare that you know, which which is a good thing on your side because, as I said initially, just when we see you doing it, you know, when we see someone doing it, it becomes an example that it could be done. So perhaps some other sports person would do it in other sport. And that's how this chain starts, you know. So you have set a great example. Talk, talk about that uh, Will Smith. You know, he, he said, uh, uh, Will Smith, he said, I love, I love this story. How does that make you feel coming from, you know, an inspiration himself? Well, it's that's really, really unexpected because I like at no point you never uh, imagine like someone like Will uh, making a video about you and uh, telling telling thank you to you for something like that. So well, uh, like really, 
really grateful uh, from uh, for him for being able also to apart from the video like to be able to show it to all the world because he's someone like really important and a lot of people follow him so it, it i think it's it's good not, not not only for me but for sports and for society to to make it no one to to see that it's something that that it should be the it should be the day to day but it's a, a way to make it change it's it's very nice on Will Smith as you said i mean so many times in this conversation you've connected diego uh, sports and society which is such an important connection that we don't make sometimes we just see sport or watch movies and we just think that's it what we don't see is those have a connection to our day to day lives you know they are also setting an example for us we are becoming what we are seeing at times so it's so nice to see you link the two so often in your conversation and it doesn't surprise that your actions come out the way they do when you talk about things the way you do and obviously like hey, every person who does a sport it's before being that it's uh, obviously a human so i think that uh, that's that's important to maybe to like to think about that everyone like you see people like Michael Phelps you see like uh, the top uh, people at sports and all, they are all human so that's <laughs> that's something to to think now you you talk of Michael Phelps so uh can you tell us who are your inspiration in sports or in life like who are the people who inspire you well uh, obviously at at triathlon that's my my sport i I like uh, Javier Gomez that's the the best uh, three added, uh, that we have had in in Spain but uh, apart from it I as I said I I really like uh, people from not only uh, what they have achieved but the I think I really value uh, for example on, on Michael Phelps on Rafa Nadal on that people the I think that what it's most important about them it's the the thing that they have that they are every day day a day uh, going a little bit farther and even though they have win almost everything they continue uh, training and they continue trying to be every day better and I think that that process is what it's really difficult and what makes them special special as you were speaking it made me realize that a lot of these individual sports and individual people like michael phelps you mentioned nadal you know these are the people who transcend those cultural and national boundaries a lot easier than national teams and you know it, it may be the personality it may be the sport itself or that fact that it's an individual sport but i just realize it's a lot easier for people like yourself to cross those national boundaries versus team sports you know i want to you may not have heard of the cricket world cup final you may not know much about cricket uh, but i want to tell you why this story personally interested me so much because you you know with your incident that thing happened with a british athlete james steagle you let him have the podium finish versus you and i want to say that your organization actually gave you a honorary third place which is so nice you know because you did your part but they have done their part 
in making sure that they promote this act, that they support that this is the right thing to do. So, so nice on them, on their part. Now, in cricket, in the World Cup final last year, we had something very similar. You know, a 50-over match, a match which lasts a whole day, came down to final three balls, which is the final couple of minutes. And then we had questions on integrity of the game. We had questions on spirit of the game. We had, uh, you know, questions on the rules and error of the governing body, the organizers. So we had this whole thing come up together. And then the match was still a tie at the end of the day. But the trophy was awarded to England. And that's what this campaign, this platform is about, that that should be looked at when New Zealand, which is again a very humble, very, uh, you know, graceful country and people just like uh, Spain and yourself, they should get what they deserve. So that's what this campaign is about. And I found a lot of similarity in that. So do you know much about cricket at all? Well, I've, I, I've looked a little bit at your blog and <laughs> and that things, but uh, before I, well, I've obviously uh, heard about it, but I, I've never played cricket. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's all right. I mean, cricket is uh, largely limited to uh, eight or 10 countries around the world. I would say 10 countries which play it uh, with passion and with, the, uh, you know, the kind of attention that uh, the growth of sport deserves. But... Uh, you know, thank you for sharing your story. In the end, I want to ask you, is there a message that you would like to give to, say, the world of sports? What what sport is and how it should be played from your example? Well, I think that uh, in my case, that it's an individual sport like triathlon. Uh, it seems that if someone doesn't know about it, it seems that... Uh, if you train, yeah, you are going to be better and it only depends on yourself. But I think that the most important thing of sports, uh, of what I have learned in, in my life, I, I'm not very, like, I'm very young, so I have a lot, a lot uh, more to learn in the future. But I think that it's that uh, you have to, you have to, uh, to like what you do and uh, the people uh, uh, with uh, which you do it because I, in my case I I practice triathlon uh, it's individual but the the part that I like the most is training with my training partners with my colleagues and going out on the bicycle or uh, running with them so I think it's very important to to be happy when you are doing that sport and to realize uh, how how good is sports uh, to us and to be able to, I don't know the word in, in English, but it's to disfrutar. It's called in Spanish, but it's uh, yeah, to have fun uh, doing it, basically. Basically, enjoy what you do yeah. and have fun doing it. Now, just uh, I want to take another minute, uh, Diego, since you uh, talked about your triathlon, do you, you know, can you share like your passion and your dream, like how you train, how long you've been doing it. Because triathlon, especially for the audience uh, here on this podcast, this is a new sport. Uh, I mean, of course, we watch it in Olympics, but that's that's about it. But tell us a bit more, like how do you train, how long you've been doing it? How did you get into it? Well, I when I was uh, 14 years old, uh, I... I went uh, with my school, uh, with a school program. I went to Canada to study for uh, 10 weeks. And uh, well, there in Canada before, I used to play sports in Spain like basketball or 
tennis, something like that. But I, uh, I never uh, swimmed or bike or, or nothing like that. Um, when I came back from Canada, because there I practice a lot of sports, I I wanted to try uh, something new. Um, well, uh, I had a cousin uh, in my city who, uh, who practiced uh, triathlon already. So he, he talked with me and he said, uh, uh, give it a try. Um, well, after that, uh, I, I, got, I got into it. And I have been doing it for six years. So I now I train uh, maybe uh, 20, 22 hours each week. And basically, I what I do most is well, I swim five or six days each week, and uh, I do three or four days of running and cycling. So that's pretty much. <laughs> it's such a just sounds like a tough sport to me because you you just don't have to be good at one. You basically have to be great at three sports, isn't it that way? But you know, hats off to you. A lot of this hard work that you mentioned is happening behind the scene. It never comes in front of people. You know, what we see is those podium finishes or, you know, people not winning or winning. But there's so much that goes behind the scene. I want to end by saying that the world of sport is really fortunate to have ambassadors like yourself, Diego. Uh, thank you. And may you continue to win on the field, achieve all the success you dream of, and win hearts like you did continue to inspire people so they can also be you know great human beings well thank you very much i think that uh, well i've never uh, thought that something like that will go to so many places so i think that the best part obviously is uh, as you have said that if it's been able to young people uh, or to kids to see as an example and to be motivated to the sport or to see how really is a sport. I think that it's obviously the best part and I'm really grateful that it's been possible to do it. So thank you very much. Thank you, uh, Diego, for being on this show and thank you everyone for listening to Gully Boys of Cricket. I will see you on the next episode.